Hello and welcome to the Digital Agenda Podcast. I'm your host, Louise Stokes, and in this new series, we will be exploring issues relating to technology in the modern world. We will hear from industry experts with recordings from this year's Digital Agenda Power and Responsibility Summit. The insightful and thought-provoking discussions covered such diverse topics as data bias, the AI revolution, and profit for purpose. Today on the podcast, we will hear from Russell Howarth about Profit with Purpose. At this year's summit, Russell spoke about the responsibility of big business to make a positive impact on the world and explains how increasing your company's purpose score is surprisingly commercially beneficial. Russell is the CEO of Nominet, which is the technology company known for running the .uk internet infrastructure. Before joining Nominet, Russell held senior roles across four continents, the Thomson Reuters, and previously he worked in London for Deloitte Corporate Finance and PA Consulting Group as a strategy consultant. Now, over to Russell, live on the stage at the Power and Responsibility Summit. As sponsor for the conference and uh, also CEO of Nominat, as well as being uh, chair of digital leaders, I get the, the ability to come here and talk about a couple of things. I'll try to expel the biggest virtue of this speech will be its brevity. So I'll, I'll focus on that. But the first thing I wanted to touch on was the, uh, the topic itself, which is around Purpose 2.0. Now, I want to take you back a little bit, which is to this guy. And in the 1970s, Milton Friedman, the Nobel Prize economist, wrote in an article, the rather blunt title, The Social Responsibility of Business is to Increase Its Profits. Now, that approach was supercharged in the 80s and 90s with the proliferation of share-based executive reward schemes. But over the last decade or so, that tide has started to change with companies encouraged to build more purpose into their organizations, focusing on stakeholders, not just shareholders. And the tech industry were early adopters of purpose. They were the cool kids on the block, and they were really trying to change the discussion on purpose to focus on many things, but three in particular, energizing employees, Uh, developing new ways of working, not just in terms of their products, but how they're encouraging people to work in the workplace, and trying to have a positive impact on society. Now, over the past few years, in some ways, as we've just heard, the goodwill and unbridled admiration the tech industry has enjoyed for so long has begun to evaporate. In the press and the public sphere, we're now seeing... Uh, a shift from the adulation to mounting criticism over tech companies. Uh, We mentioned it earlier on, but there's areas where if you look at the litany of concerns, among them data privacy, well, I think Cambridge Analytica, as we've got here, uh, monopolization, uh, disinformation, uh, the bias in AI systems, the list can go on. And so... Trust in the tech industry, whilst it's probably higher there than in many other industries, is starting to show signs of strain. So it's time for a reset. Now, 
I want to get on to purpose itself, and it matters for many reasons. In the world of constant change and transformation, it provides an enduring north star and a means of building resilience in organizations. It's essential for an engaged workforce, providing a powerful motivator for those, and I would argue especially millennials, who seek more than a paycheck from work. At its core, when we come to purpose and why it exists, well, it's there to fulfill the needs of society. But when narrowly defined, purpose is embodied only in the products a company sells and the customers it serves. That is what I would call purpose 1.0. Purpose 2.0 takes a more expansive view of the company's assets and resources, how it uses them to address broader social needs. And this goes beyond its target customers, but it looks to try to manage and hopefully avert the unintended consequences of some of the products or services it provides. Now, 2.0 also recognizes that shareholder returns are vital and part of a company's raison d'etre, but not the only part. And research from Boston Consulting Group highlighted a few reasons why uh, the overall focus on purpose by digital leaders is important. Now, the first of these is that purpose pays. And so it turns out that there's a link between purpose and performance. Organizations with high purpose scores are twice as likely to achieve a high measure of shareholder return. So that's an, an important factor as to why companies should focus on it. But there's a second factor, and that is employees care. Certainly in my organization, that is true. More people want to work for an organization that values social envir and environmental responsibility. For leaders thinking uh, about three things, people, profit, and planet, these things are not mutually exclusive goals. And triple bottom line reporting with the advent of B Corps and other organizations like them are becoming more commonplace. Now, the third reason why a focus on uh, Purpose 2.0 is important is because we have a digitally distributed workforce where more people work remotely in agile teams. And this has eroded the traditional forms of community in organizations. So a set of shared values can increase bonds, create a sense of community, and also make digital interactions more meaningful. So if the case for Purpose 2.0 is really there, how can organizations bring it to life? Well, there are four phases, which I'll attempt to give you Nominet's perspective on shortly. But briefly, these four phases are discover. And this is really trying to identify what is the real purpose of the organization by unearthing the employee's sentiment and trying to tease out from customers what it is that that organization is trying to solve. And it can involve the exploration of the universal human needs of the organization. And for Nominet, we did a lot of searching on this, as I'll come on to, but really it was around trying to identify the security and reliability of connecting people. Now, the second phase is articulate. To realize Purpose 2.0, leaders should imagine how 
to articulate purpose that might mobilize and direct the firm's resources. Companies should look beyond their traditional stakeholders to a broad range of constituents and look at how those that are negatively impacted by a company are somehow mitigated by the purpose through their actions. Now, a compelling, authentic, well-narrated purpose combines the Friedman element, uh, which is more financial-focused, and it strings it priorities with the more emotional, intrinsic motivators for meaning in work. Now, I want to come on to the third element, activate. Articulating the purpose is really important, but it's not the only thing. And so leaders must bring it to life by activating uh, their organization, acting as catalysts to describe why purpose has a real meaning in their organization, talking about it in meetings, setting priorities from a budget standpoint that are orientated around the purpose, and looking at the organization, talking with the business as uh, making sure it's embedded in uh, all of the key decisions that the organization is trying to make in the short and the long term. Now, for tech organizations in particular, I would argue that looking at what tech organizations really must focus on is the allocation of their resources in both the technical arena and the innovation arena, because that is where they can really direct resources to have an impact on their long-term purpose. Now, the fourth element is embedding the purpose. And to realize that every everybody in the organization needs to understand it and commit to it. And Purpose 2.0 must be embedded in that way, such that employees understand that when they make decisions and actions in their job, they understand how it ties to the long-term purpose. Now, all of this is great, uh, but it's not fluffy. And we need to be able to measure purpose. And so getting the right metrics about how you're purposefully measuring, to excuse the pun, uh, to ensure that we have got the right measurements in place is absolutely critical. Otherwise, it's a very woolly concept. Now, I said a couple of minutes ago, come on to how Nominets approach this, and we by no means are perfect in our application, but I think there's also some lessons learned as we go through this. We spent a tremendous amount of time trying to discover what our purpose really was. And Nominet, as some of you may know, has been characterized as a not-for-profit business, which it is not. Uh, we are a for-profit business, but we spent a long time trying to understand that. And before I arrived, the organization even thought itself it was a not-for-profit business. And so we spent a long time trying to shift that paradigm. As we set out to broaden our business activities, we're now not just providing domains, but we're also looking at what we're doing in infrastructure as a service for registries. We've moved into cybersecurity for governments and enterprises. Uh, we've moved into providing wireless spectrum management for rural communities. And so we've branched out our business, but how do we reconcile that with trying to also make a real impact in society? And that's where we've had to rely on redefining who we are and the focus on purpose. And so we've repositioned ourselves as a profit with a purpose business, where we generate profit, and generating profit's important, going back to the Friedman model, because unless you're able to generate profit, you can't have a sustainable way to have an impact. And so we want to be as successful in the next 20 years as we have been in the last 20 years, 
but do that in a way that's really focused on how we are putting those purposes together. Now, I want to come out onto what those are. And so when we start to position Nominate, we think, think of three things. We want to connect people through our internet domains and via rural broadband. <laughs> we want to ensure that the internet is inclusive and we're increasing digital skills. And we want to make sure that we're keeping our network and the network of others safe against cyber attacks. Now, these three elements, connectivity, inclusivity, and security, became our purpose. And everything we do, whether it's on the business or the social investing side, orientate around those three pillars. And we measure this quite closely. Our goal is to have a positive impact on a million lives, a million young lives a year through these initiatives. And that's our output measurement. Now, we brought this to life by making sure the business side and the benefit side of the company are aligned, and we communicate this regularly. So we spend an awful lot of time communicating this to customers, to staff. Uh, it's on our, in our buildings, on a website. And so when we are trying to look at this, we're trying to ensure that we're also taking, uh, being conscious of the, the three Ps, the people, profit, and the planet. And we've recently ensured that we're a carbon neutral business. Now, as I said earlier on, we've made some mistakes along the way, some, some fairly big ones that um, uh, I won't go into too much because I'm getting the T sign from Rachel. But, um, but we, have, uh, we have tried to make sure that we are uh, looking at those uh, areas that we've got right. And one of the things we've got right, I think, is for a modest-sized business, we're trying to have an oversized ambitions in measuring our impact. And I know today I'm talking to leaders and social entrepreneurs who are acutely aware of the importance of purpose in their businesses. And we're all doing our bit. We're all making a difference along the way. And we could justifiably just sit back and say, well, actually, people should follow our lead because uh, we've got it right. We get it. We give back, right? Well, wrong. Now is the time for us to raise our stakes and ensure that businesses see profit and purpose as mutually achievable goals. So thank you very much. There you have it. Thanks to Russell for sharing such an informative speech. The movement towards impactful business is one that is gaining increasing traction. And it's interesting to hear how one business has balanced the opposing needs and interests of profit and purpose. Make sure you tune into the Digital Agenda podcast next week, where we'll be hearing about the challenges and opportunities of the artificial intelligence revolution. Our speakers from the summit will include Sana Karagani, and she is the head of the UK government's Office for AI, and she'll be also joined by Catherine Mayer, Executive Director of Data Future. We look forward to seeing you next week.